It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday edition of the show. Happy March Madness to you all. The madness has begun. The NCAA tournament ongoing. Unfortunate that we don't have a BYU team in the big dance for the fourth year in a row, but that is what it is. Today's rundown on the show, we're going to talk some BYU basketball. A lot swirling around the BYU basketball program. I'll relay what I know about the BYU basketball situation with regards to Dave Rose, etc., from what I have heard. We'll talk about that in the first segment. Second segment of the show, we'll shift gears, talk some BYU football. As promised on yesterday's podcast, I spoke with Preston Hadley, BYU safeties coach, talked a lot about his position group and also how BYU goes about recruiting in this day and age under Kalani Satake. We'll have that interview in the second segment for you. In the final segment of the show, we'll run down all those teams that are in action tonight around the BYU Athletic Department, let you know where you can catch them in action. So a lot to get to on today's podcast. Let's get going. This is Locked on Cougars for March 21st, 2019. Hey guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining me on this Thursday edition of the show. I am coming to you on this podcast amidst all the madness going on at Vivint Smart Home Arena, where my radio station is based. A lot of fans here for March Madness. Of course, four games here, as well as 16 games nationwide with March Madness underway. Actually, more than 16 games, if I'm not mistaken. Probably more than that, but... 
a lot going on with the NCAA men's basketball tournament. The BYU women's basketball tournament begins Saturday in Palo Alto, California. But with the tournament going on, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of frustration with BYU basketball, their inability to make the NCAA tournament for the fourth year in a row, actually not even playing in the postseason this year after passing on an opportunity, I would assume, to play in either the CBI or the CIT tournaments and you have to pay to play, and BYU's not about that. Tom Homo intimated as such when he said that if, that, well, the goal, is the stated goal is the NCAA tournament, and as a backup, if you don't make that goal, the NIT. So BYU is not playing in either one of those tournaments, and therefore their season is complete. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Dave Rose. Is he going to step down? Is he going to be pushed out? Is he going to stay on in defiance of the BYU fans' wishes? What I can tell you guys is something I told a fellow media member who reached out to me yesterday for some info on Dave Rose. I have talked to multiple sources and they have given me multiple stories. I know that makes it sound like I don't know anything, but I'm intimating to you guys exactly what I told a media member in confidence yesterday. I have a source for every which way this BYU situation can turn. Now, after talking with my sources, it looks like there are three different distinct scenarios that are going to play out in this situation with regards to Dave Rose and BYU basketball. I'll lay them out real quick, and we'll talk about them a little more in depth after I lay out each scenario. Number one, Dave Rose. He decides he's done. He's going to step aside and make way for a new coach. He's doing it of his own volition at that point, or... So he'll intimate and decide, I'm stepping aside, I'm going to hang it hang it up, call it a good career, and move on. Number two, BYU decides to force him out. They decide, okay, well, you've had a good run here, but we are going in another direction, and they buy him out of his final two years on his contract, and they just signed into that contract extension in uh, the, this past fall, in October, I believe, is when he officially signed that. That was announced, but they could decide just to force him out, move on, and pay a buyout, etc., to just cut ties. Number three, Dave Rose is allowed back for one more season to see if he can regain the mojo and the swagger of this program and get things going. So there you go. Three scenarios and three scenarios I think most any BYU fan probably could come up with. And like I said, I've talked to multiple people that would know more about this situation or much closer to the BYU basketball program than I am. And I feel like I'm relatively close, but it's they're they're even closer than so there's three situations here now you're probably saying jake which one's going to play out if you were to ask me knowing dave rose the way i know dave rose i think it'll be scenario number three if he has his way he'll be back for at least another year see what he can do to maybe turn this program around hopefully achieve the goal of getting them back to the ncaa tournament you heard uh, in tom homo's statement that's the stated goal for byu dave rose i can tell you guys is one of the most competitive individuals i have ever met in my entire life i know a lot of people feel like after his cancer scare with the pancreatic cancer uh, it really took some out of him i think it did it did affect him it affected his perspective on life etc but i don't think it sapped the competitive juices the competitive nature that dave rose has so if i were to say what dave rose wants to play out is he wants to come back for at least another year and prove that he still has it 
I also understand that uh, there are people around the BYU athletic department, see if you want to quote boosters, etc., that want to see BYU move on. There's been names out there like Mark Madsen, Mark Pope, as guys that are potential replacements for BYU. Barrett Peary's probably on that short list simply due to the fact that he's got connections to the Valley, having grown up in Payson, played at Payson High, and also being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which we all know is a requirement for a head coach at Brigham Young University in their athletic department, for a head coach at least. So it's a very very interesting situation, but there are three distinct scenarios that it's, it's going to play out. I'm not saying that anything's imminent in terms of, of, of a news dump on a Friday. It could happen. BYU has been known to do it. And this weekend with March Madness going on, with 16 games today going on around the country, 16 tomorrow, 64 teams, the biggest tournament in college basketball, one of the biggest sporting weekends in American sports. It'd be actually kind of a smart time, if you really think about it, for BYU to do such a thing, to make an announcement of whatever is going to happen. We'll see if that's how it shakes out. And of course, we'll have live reaction. We'll do an emergency podcast if we have to uh, tomorrow to react to it if anything does break. And we'll do it whenever it does break. We'll, We'll talk about it. But I wanted to pass along to you guys. I'm telling you, I had a media member reach out to me yesterday and asked what I knew about it. I told him exactly what I knew and I, exactly what I just told you guys. There are three distinct scenarios that are going to play out here. Well, one of three is going to play out. Dave Rose is going to retire. He's going to be forced out or he's going to be back for another year. And I know that that sounds super simple and almost anybody could put it, put it together. But there are people on all three sides of those different scenarios. They're telling me that that scenario is going to play out. No, this scenario is going to play out. I'm telling you, if Dave Rose has his way, he's coming back for another year because he is competitive beyond belief. I know that it's something that frustrates BYU fans, and you're probably thinking, well, stop being such a stand for for Dave Rose, Jake. But I can, I can tell you guys, Dave Rose wants to be back. He wants to come back and prove he can do it. Do I think that BYU set up for success next year? Not necessarily. That's just my take. I don't necessarily see the scoring punch that is going to push them over the top. Maybe a little more buy-in on defense team-wise could help a little bit, but I still worry about this team at least going into 2019-2020, and we'll see how it all shakes out. So there you go. Wanted to lay it out for you guys, let you know exactly what I know, and like I said, I, I promise I'm a BYU insider on this podcast, but I'm going to pass along the information I have and feel comfortable reporting, and that's what I wanted to pass along to you guys with regards to BYU basketball because I know there's a lot of frustration with this NCAA tournament going on that BYU has missed it for four straight years. They want to BYU fans want to see their team back in the tournament and I completely understand that. All right, we'll step aside here. We'll come back on the other side. Switch gears, talk some BYU football. Spring camp ongoing. I believe it's day 10 of BYU spring ball today. No media availability until Saturday when the open scrimmage takes place at the old Provo High School or now what is being called the BYU West Campus. I encourage you guys to go out and enjoy that. It's at 1 o'clock on Saturday. I had a chance to catch up with BYU safeties coach Preston Hadley earlier this week. We'll play that interview for you next. Let you hear his thoughts on the safeties at BYU and also get some thoughts on recruiting at BYU, what they're they're looking for, kind of what the philosophy is when it comes to looking for guys in recruiting with the Cougars. That's coming up next right here on Locked on Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. 
See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. And a reminder for you guys, I tell you this all the time, but when you get in your vehicle, I want you to plug in your smartphone and use the smart assistant feature that's already integrated into your vehicle and tell it, play podcast Locked On Cougars. All of us use our personal assistants to make phone calls, send text messages, set up appointments, whatever you got to do with it. When you're in your car driving around, well, guess what? You can always be in the know when it comes to BYU sports with this daily podcast. And all you have to do is tell your personal assistant play podcast locked on cougars and you'll always be caught up on the latest in byu news thanks again for your continued support of the podcast if you're new to the show thanks for joining us hopefully you guys are all having a great week big weekend ahead and we'll be talking a little bit more about the byu sports schedule in the next segment but we're going to talk some byu football right now i had a chance to catch up with byu safeties coach preston hadley a former byu defensive back in of in his own right he was a walk-on at snow call turned himself into a junior college All-American, came to BYU and was a stalwart standout player for two years starting for Bronco Mendenhall. He's now back at BYU after making kind of the coaching rounds, being a GA and assistant at the JUCO level, etc. But he's back at BYU, his favorite school. He grew up in Pleasant Grove, Utah. He's now coaching BYU safeties, and I had a chance to speak with him about the safety group at BYU and what he makes of what's going on with that group. A lot of seniors in that group this year, and had a chance to catch up with him, and I'm excited to play this play this interview for you because some great thoughts from him on the safeties group, and then we also talk a little bit of recruiting right at the end. So here you go. Here's Preston Hadley earlier this week with myself right here on Locked on Cougars. At this point in spring ball, what can you teach guys and what do you want to teach guys at this point? Uh, well, the main focus is just tuning guys up in alignment, assignment, technique. You know, So spring is just a great time to develop your depth, um, continue to develop your, your, your starters, you know, and just tune up their, their technique. So that's really what the focus is. And then for us in specifically here at BYU, you know, and you're hearing it and seeing it throughout the program, just the making this thing player run, you know, and like we were just talking about, like the more ownership, the more roles guys have, that's, that's good for a team. And, and you'll see, you, you see players take ownership. And so the, the teams I've been a part of, the great ones that had, were player run, player driven. So that's what we're trying to do, you know. You got Austin Lee and Troy Warner on the sidelines right now, but how much can they help? being on the sidelines and helping these younger guys understand what they're supposed to be doing. It's huge. I mean, I told the guys, you don't refer to them by the first names. It's Coach Lee and Coach Warner. <laughs> like, those guys are, I mean, those, those guys have literally ran our position meetings. They've ran periods of individual. They're coaching guys up on the sideline, you know, and that's what we're trying to promote. And for them, you know, they they develop, you know, just their football IQ and, and then it also again it's 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 back to the player the fact that we're trying to make this player driven they just take ownership and where more and more guys uh, have roles and feel a sense of that role and have that role identified you know the the culture is going to continue to develop so it's huge for those guys and it's huge for the young guys too because they're the ones because like Troy and Austin like they've like I said they're both seniors they played a lot of football helped us win a lot of games 
you know, for them, the most beneficial thing for them is is going to be the mental side. So it's it's kind of a win-win for the younger guys because they're the ones who are needing you know reps actually on the field and fill the muscle memory. But it's it's second nature for those guys at this point in their career. So you know, it's like I said, it's, it's just kind of more of a positive outlook on the fact that they're sitting out. Like obviously, it'd be nice to have them, you know, getting after the offense, you know. But like I said, we're just trying to make the best of what's cards were dealt (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong but before Troy was sideline I saw him line up at that flash position is that was that uh, something I saw or is that is that not right so he he was the nickel okay so the nickel nickel position but we subbed the nickel in for the flash okay so it, it was the nickel um and that that's where he was playing, okay. you know. I just wanted to give him a chance to to work playing closer to the box, yeah. you know. Again, just cross training, I think, is is a good thing with when you have veteran guys. Kalani's talked a lot about Diane's Gungwoka's ability to go between corner and safety. Are you selfish in saying, "Hey, I want him at safety," or do you do you mind sharing him? I just want the best guys on the field. Okay, you know, if it means he's a corner or, or safety, like, it doesn't matter to me. But, you know, like I said, we. We really just our our team and our defense tries to just beat with one pulse, you know, and so it's just getting the best eleven guys on the field and you know, obviously as a position coach it's it's great having some of the best players on your team and your group, but you know, it's it's what's best for the team and so whoever he plays, you know. And he's got a great attitude about it and he's capable of playing both at a high level like we've seen it, you know. What does Malik Moore bring to the table that excites you at safety? Uh, athleticism and you know, I, I think he has uh, a great combination of speed and quickness, and then he's actually really physical as well. You know, that's what jumped out when he first got here a year ago. He was really physical, just taking on blocks and tackling, and he made a great candidate to be a safety. And so it, it's nice to have a kid with his length and speed and quickness and with also the physicality. You know, I think it's going to open up a lot of doors for him in, in inside of our defense. How similar or dissimilar is this defense now at BYU compared to the one you played in? Oh, man. <laughs> That's, you can't put me in that spot. Like, I, I think, uh, this, well, I'll talk about the similarities. Okay. So the similarities is, uh, at least my senior year, yeah. uh, it was a senior-driven defense. Yeah. You know, the majority of the guys were all, all seniors or juniors who have played a lot. Um, I think on this defense, there's a lot of seniors um, and a lot of juniors who play who played a lot. Um, I felt like on our defense we had great leadership, and I feel like on this defense there's a there's a big handful of, of leaders um, who who have different uh, different types of leadership styles as well. Um, and so I, I and then because of that, you know, I thought we took ownership of our unit, and I think these guys are doing that as well. You know, athletically, uh, I think this at, at certain positions, I think this defense is more athletic than than the defense we were on. You know, um, the game's changed quite a bit, yeah. and so even I mean, I, it's weird to say that because it feels like it wasn't that long <laughs> yeah. ago, but it has changed. And so I think we've also recruited differently to you know to what offenses are now doing and how offenses are trying to attack you. You know, so I'm excited to see what we do. You know, said so I. I try not to draw like those types of comparisons. <laughs> yeah. I just want to talk about the similarities and yeah. the positives, and um, but I, I, there are some some similarities that I that I think will benefit us in the fall. And talking to Coach Lamb and Coach Taki, just since they got here, they've talked a lot about just recruiting athletes, getting body types, getting forty times or hundred meter times. 
Do you subscribe to that philosophy? Uh, I do. Um, I, I do think it's important. You know, like, you can't coach speed, can't coach size. You know, there's a reason there's weight classes in boxing, yeah. you know. And I, I, I believe you need those things. And then on top of that, though, you also do need uh, football players, guys who make plays. So I think there's a, there is a balance, you know. But I think if you're going to miss on a guy, you'd rather miss, miss on length and speed. And so I, that's really what the philosophy has evolved to. Um, but at the same time, we're, st- we're still going to, if, if there's a good football player who makes plays, like that's the thing that when I turn on tape, does he make plays that's the, the first thing I'm looking for you know and then you then you do I, I do look for the speed and athleticism so I, I agree with that though but like there's been a lot of guys who've come through this program who haven't quite had the, the speed or athletic, but have made a lot of plays you know and so uh, I, th- I think there needs to be a good combination of both so it, and it varies by position too Awesome. Thanks so much, Coach. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Preston Hadley, BYU Safeties Coach. Thank him for taking the time. It was a pleasure to catch up with him. He's one of my favorite interviews on this entire team. Always thoughtful, always straightforward, and he's just a fun guy to talk to. We talked for probably 10 more minutes outside that interview just about random things, and it was, it was fun to catch up with him. So thank him for taking the time. But you heard him talk about BYU recruiting because I've had Ed Lamb tell me that they look for body types at BYU. They look for athletes, a certain size, a certain speed, a certain certain length, etc. Well, I like the fact that Preston, at least in terms of his evaluation of players, he wants to see the playmaking ability. He wants to see a guy who is a football player, first and foremost, in addition to the physical aspects, the physical attributes that BYU is also looking for. I thought that was great to hear. It sounds like this BYU safety group, and I'm projecting that they're going to be one of the best position groups at BYU simply due to the fact you have names like Troy Warner, Diane Gonwoluku, Sawyer Powell. Austin Lee, uh, Malik Moore, an up-and-coming safety. There's a lot of guys in that group that can play at a high level, so I'm expecting BYU safety group to play a big role this year on BYU's defense. And they're anticipating coming back and being another top 25 defense. And I think if the safety group holds up their end of the bargain, I think BYU very much could be in the mix to be a top 25, top 30 defense in 2019, despite what looks like another stellar schedule and another stout schedule. A lot of good opponents, on, especially in that first month on the schedule so thanks again to Preston Hadley for joining me let me know what interviews you guys want to hear from we got about a week left of BYU spring camp have a chance to catch up with a few more guys and if there are players or coaches you want to hear from let me know you can follow the show on Instagram Facebook and Twitter at Locked On Cougars or my personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch my formal given name All right, we'll step aside here we'll come back catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports a big weekend ahead if you're a BYU sports fan. A lot of teams in action tonight on Thursday night. We'll break it all down for you next, right here on Locked on Cougars. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate. Save money and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. You 
you are Locked On Cougars. We are your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And some big news from the Locked On Podcast Network is that they're launching a brand new arm. Well, I guess relaunching the Major League Baseball arm. If you're a big baseball fan, of course, the MLB season has begun. The Seattle Mariners winning two games in Tokyo, Japan over the Oakland Athletics. So there's a lot going on when it comes to that. But the Locked On Podcast Network will be your home for daily coverage of your favorite MLB team. Stay tuned for that. Those are supposed to be launching, I believe, here in the next week. So stay tuned for news on that. Um, Updating on everything going on in BYU sports outside of basketball and football like we already talked about. We'll get to another basketball note here in a moment. But the schedule for you is the NCAA Women's and Men's Women's Championships, excuse me, for swimming and diving are taking place in Austin, Texas, currently at the Lee and Joe Jamel Texas Swimming Center. So best of luck to the women's diving team for BYU there in Austin, Texas. The women's golf team is south of the border, border, excuse me, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, taking part in the Hawkeye El Tigre Invitational at El Tigre Golf Club there in Puerto Vallarta. Best of luck to the women's golf team. That starts today and runs through Saturday. We'll be keeping you updated on how the rounds progress for the women's golf team there. BYU men's volleyball is in action tonight as they open up action in the BYU Invitational. They'll be hosting Princeton in their first match tonight at the Smith Fieldhouse. The precursor to that will be McKendry versus number two Hawaii. BYU is now ranked number seven or number eight, depending on which poll you look at. So there'll be uh, two matches each night. So there'll be a, a day and night doubleheader. BYU will play in the nightcap of each day. Tonight's match will be against Princeton for the Cougars. It'll be broadcast live on BYU TV. Uh, the other matches, the precursor matches, the day part of the doubleheader will be featured on the W.TV if you want to watch that. They'll be streaming those live. BYU Baseball opens a WCC series tonight at Miller Park against Portland. A big opportunity here for BYU to pick up a couple, a few more wins hopefully this weekend in West Coast Conference play, taking on the Pilots. First game scheduled tonight, first pitch at 6 o'clock Mountain Time, streamed live on the W.TV, also broadcast on Excuse me. Also broadcast on BYU Radio. Had a little catch in my throat there. Excuse me. I apologize for that. So there you go. That's the full schedule of sports in action tonight. We'll have a full breakdown of the schedule tomorrow for the weekend ahead. But one final note before we go today is a congratulations to Yoli Childs and TJ Haas from the BYU men's basketball program. They've been named to the 2018-19 NABC Division One All District Nine team. Childs was named to the first team, while Haas was named to the second team. So congratulations to both players. These NABC all-district teams are selected and voted on by NCAA Division I member coaches. Childs is a repeat first-team honoree and it's Haw's first all-district nod. So BYU's top two players about average about 20 points each this season. I think Haw's actually finished underneath that, but most nights was usually good for about 20 points. Uh, yeah, 17.8 points on average this season, but good seasons for both of them. The hope is that Yoli Childs reconsiders going pro and comes back for a senior year. I think that's a long shot, but it would definitely help out BYU in their quest to return to the NCAA tournament next year. All right, there you go. That's the breakdown of what's going on tonight in BYU sports. Get out to Miller Park, watch the BYU baseball team in, in action. You can tune into the volleyball matches online, or you can go to the Smith Fieldhouse and enjoy some high-level volleyball. Should be a great time, so check that all out. It'll be a ton of fun, and I'm excited to see what what goes down tonight and we'll recap it all for you tomorrow reminder for you guys 
please use your personal assistant when you get in your vehicle and tell it play podcast locked on Cougars and you'll always be up to date on the latest in BYU news. Thanks again for joining me. Enjoy the March Madness going on. We'll be back with you tomorrow previewing the spring game for BYU. Also going to get you a little wiser on some recruiting stuff. We're going to talk about junior days. That's going on with BYU's spring practice for football. What is a junior day? We'll explain that to you on tomorrow's podcast. You'll be a little bit smarter when it comes to the recruiting game when it comes to college football. All that and more on tomorrow's podcast. This has been Locked on Cougars for March 21st, 2019. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.